Brimley is going to drop down on his stomach and go in stealth mode. What is your idea of stealth mode? Stomach. He's, he's getting down on his stomach. He's like laying down and like looking up and like real sneaky about it. Just like, what's going on over here? Corev gets on his tippy toes to counteract that action that Brimley is taking. <laughs> I'm going to perform. I'm gonna, gonna pull, what? I'm gonna pull out my veal and start. If like, he's gonna start doing that, Brimley's gonna like roll to the right to get out of like his immediate area, so nobody will notice him. I would like to re- remind people, Brimley is very rustic, so he might blend in like the colors of his his outfit. So he might blend in with like the ground and the forest and stuff. Sure, just throwing it out there. It's at that moment that you look up and there's a a humanoid figure standing in front of you. He just, I'm going to pretend he doesn't see me. While you are me. getting down and getting ready for stealth mode, the other three adventurers just watch this person walk, just like walk <laughs> towards you. Very, very like tiptoey, very graceful. Their clothes almost moving as if they're rippling in the wind. Their hair rippling as if it's is being tossed and turned by the wind. You should be a model. She says, oh, it's you four. Three. <laughs> <laughs> She puts like she puts her hand to her mouth and just like smiles a little bit because she's she finds you cute and amusing. Um, He's gonna pull his hat down and try to cover his, his bright red hair. Um, please, and if, I'm the stupid one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Roll me, roll me charisma checks. Huh? Charisma saving throw. Oh no! Ooh. hey, it's not bad. Twenty-seven, six, <laughs> eighteen. Yeah. Brimley is in love with this woman. She is beautiful. Korath and uh, what's his face? Korath and Windar know that she's beautiful and can act accordingly. Um, You're not uncontrollable. Can I still try and court her? Of course. But Um, no one has, dear has my heart. Lorthamar is is feeling emotions that he's suppressed. (laughs) Where I, I think that you, you're not head over heels the way Brimley is, is about to be, but you see her as like prime mate material. That's a good name for a band. Brimley's going to pick up the most alive like twig he can find and bend it and twine it into like a little twig heart. And then he's going to like hold it out to her, but he's not going to look at her because he's so shy. So he's, he's just like trying to give her like this little, little wood heart. A little twig. Yeah. Well, it's shaped like a heart now. Okay. Yeah. So this little wood heart. Yeah. She bends over because you're very small and she, she takes it from you and she takes two fingers and she kisses the two fingers and she taps them to your forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, little gnome. And she stands up and she actually just kind of like walks over to the side and you see that she just kind of like goes down to the dirt and she just like uses her hands to just pull some dirt and she she buries the little twig heart and she puts some dirt on top of it and gives it a little love pat. Um, after she said, thank you, gnome, or little gnome. And then she comes back to you. He's, he's going to make that sound again. <laughs> and he's going to hide behind Korath because he is still so shy. He can't handle what's happening. She's got very long hair. Uh, this particular... Cloud person um, has kind of like a light blue skin, 
very tasteful. You know, she's not she's not just full Smurf, <laughs> <laughs> but she's got like Wait, a Avatar. sky blue, like very like almost like white, but like with a little bit of blue. And her hair is actually like a stormy gray, like so a silver. So fit in with this crew since he's gray and blue. Yeah, <laughs> they, they they might accept him. It's the rock. Sweet. Hey, hey, hey Rath, seems to be your type. Who, uh, what, what is your name? Beautiful. Oh, little gnome. All will be known in time, Lorthamar. And she, she sashays away. She Luna Lovegood's away. Like she just, you know, <laughs> she, she just begins to walk away and she twirls her hands and things like that. And, you know. Really is going to start like hitting Korath on the leg. Did did you see her? Was she real? What what just happened? Who are you talking about? Don't let Madame Moon find out. <laughs> she won't be happy. <laughs> Who are you talking about, Ripley? I don't know what you're talking about. I follow. Korath follows. Likewise. But he's trying to make Ripley feel like he's crazy. It's not cool, man. <laughs> We're friends. We have a sitcom together. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Planned. It's not planned. Oh, it's yeah. not going. We're, We're working on the pilot. Big and tall. <laughs> <laughs> big and tall. Wait, no. No, it would be uh, small and, big and small, small. tall. Yeah, big and small, big small and tall. It rhymes. Small and tall. Small and tall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we all follow. All right. We all follow. Okay. She. Walks up some steps up towards the largest white tower and then begins to walk around the big white tower. Brimley's going to see if he can try to like look in the doorway of the white tower as they go past it. Um, the there's open. lots of stuff going on inside. What's going on inside? Oh man, just crazy, crazy stuff's going on inside. No, pretty, pretty regular stuff. There's these cloud people, which sure. you, none of you have asked to roll an intelligence check to find out what they are. Hey, but these but cloud people are inside and there's people burning incense and all this is just, you know, seems like religious ceremonies going on within. Cool. Cool. Uh, 21 for a just, you know, instinctual intelligence check. You know, that the, the denizens of the, the air elemental plane or the elemental planes in general are called Ganassi. Cool. And they're air Ganassi. Yes. Hey guys, they're air Ganassi. That's cool. Excuse you. <laughs> she can Ganassi me anytime. Well, there we go. I regret that. <laughs> I, I guess you are still up. following after I yeah. stick my nose. You in go there. along the side of the white tower. Uh, do you remember how I, I described when you, you know, at the top of the tower on the material plane, there were steps and they were floating, but they still kind of followed the general shape right. around. So you see that going up the outside of the tower this time. And she leads you all the way up to the top of this very, very large tower. Hey, lady, are we gonna be up there soon? <laughs> hey, lady. <laughs> how about how many steps do we actually go up? Five hundred. Probably more. <laughs> Three thousand. <laughs> a lot, a lot of steps, but you don't feel tired. You feel. Like the it's air, like the air itself yeah. is helping to carry you up these stairs. This is trippy, guys. It's cool. Before you reach the top of the tower, you know, maybe you're two stories from the top. You, you see as you're walking around, you see two things. The first is above you, kind of at the, the, the far end 
it's hard without cardinal directions, but you know, from the direction that you had started going straight, you know, again, more straight from there is a, is a small, maybe like a 10 foot, you know, in in diameter, uh, chunk of rock, just kind of floating really close by to the tower. And then as you begin getting higher and higher, you notice the clouds directly above you beginning to kind of like part as you go higher and higher. And you actually see an Island above you that you hadn't seen before. It was obscured by cloud. Then you reach the top of the tower. You see a throne, a marble throne and like six inches above it, a cloud. And then on that cloud, you see a man, blue skin and a beard, big and fluffy and white. And you hear a voice. Oh, too familiar to you. Santa. (laughs) (laughs) Like from last session. And you hear, you made it. I knew you would make it. You bested me in combat. Welcome to the elemental plane of air. And it's that same. Corrette steps back and grabs his maul. He's right. Good. It's the same genie thingamawatsit that you fought in the final room of the Tower of the Wind. And by frightened, like not like frightened, he's just like... No, you're frightened. Now you have disadvantage on attack rolls. Oh no! Yeah. Forever. Security <laughs> <laughs> core. This 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 moment has changed your life. And you're he, just in fear for the he's, he's sitting crisscross applesauce on the cloud, but he unfolds his legs and he steps down as if to step down onto the earth, but before his feet touch the earth, tiny little clouds appear every time his foot would normally step down on the earth, and he begins to walk towards you. Where's your lamp? <laughs> that lamp. Ah, I just used that lamp to get from here to there. That's it. I don't understand. What? You've never heard of an arcane focus before? All right, that's fair. You got me. You did it. (laughs) You bested me in wit. (laughs) And you bested me in combat. I don't remember what his voice sounded like. Might not have been anything like this. Inconceivable. Sound kind of like Sam right now. Like who? <laughs> That's why I was kind of confused when he started talking. I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> you just said it wasn't Santa. <laughs> no, you said it wasn't Santa. <laughs> Can I just ask you a question? Sure. You just did. What? Shut up! Ooh. When I got you stuck in my web, were you really stuck or were you just playing around? He smiles. Oh, this asshole! <laughs> the one curse of this is gonna hurt. And Sorry. he materializes two cloud scimitars in his hands. What did you say? And he begins stepping closer and closer towards you. Come on, dude. That was kind of messed up. We're in his crib right now. Oh. Don't. Oh, my yeah. voice <laughs> you're, you're right. Um, I'm sorry. It was your tower. We kind of busted in there. I'm going to use... Lo siento, man. They disappear, the, the, the scimitars, and he goes, oh, I was just joking around anyway. We try to keep it lighthearted here in the elemental plane of air. Light. Uh, (laughs) I like that. (laughs) I I think we could be buds. That was a pretty heavy joke there, Korath. Heavy. I point that Lorthamar. (laughs) too. Like, subtly, just, you know, I'm stroking my chin, and I'm like, oh, let me point at Lorthamar really quick. And I tell him, oh, jeez. (laughs) Why? Um, I had the chance to respond, right? I think that's how message works. Yeah. Quick one. I uh, I want to 
to talk about it. <laughs> so he says, Stumra, have you explained anything to them of where they need to go? That's her name? She's, and then she's right behind you. He's, he's going to run behind Korath again. And she goes, yes, little gnome. <laughs> when I say you run through her, <laughs> like, no, I don't know. Like, I want to like run between Korath's legs to like hide behind him. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, Korath trying dexterity to close his legs. <laughs> and so Stumra says, This is Lord Vertas, one of the wind dukes of the elemental plane of air. Man, this place is probably huge. It is, Windar. It's huge. Why does everyone know our names? <laughs> Why? We've been waiting for you for some time. Oh. Wait, what now? Why? Well, the earth cage isn't going to seal itself. Oh. Oh, yeah. We're that doing something. I was going to ask. Where is the cage? Ah, before you go, I must tell you. There are many dangers awaiting you ahead. From here on out, as you continue to go upward, my name will not protect you. There are many creatures in the elemental plane of air that do not bow to the powers of the Wind Dukes. There are things here that have been designed to kill you. Can we get a comprehensive list of what they look like and their weaknesses? Can we go home? <laughs> As a Wind Duke, I think you would know those things. You can go home, but I would prefer you not. We, we here in the elemental plane of air, we've been having more and more trouble with the earth elementals. We're, we're on the opposite side of the multiverse, as they. Huh. But because of this cage, they're finding it easier and easier to come through. So we've been waiting for you, someone, to do something about this damn earth cage. That's yeah. fine, but um, no disrespect. You guys couldn't do it? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Fair enough. All right. All right. We are not beings of the material plane. Oh. The magic sealed within the earth plane is not of this world. It's pretty out there. It's true. Brimley's ready to go for it. I'm lying. Well, uh, All right. before, before that. Is, is, is there anything you can do to help us out? Maybe give us like a little bit of an edge? Yes. Glory. Maybe a, a guide of some sort. If you meet anything much larger than you, and it bows. Bow back. Or die. Now, who is it much larger than? Because everything's kind of bigger than Bribley. You'll see. Okay. Also, okay. when you find yourselves walking through an archway, hold your breath. Downwind. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Um, yep. Okay. I'm pretty good. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. So, by the way, the whole kind of time, Windar, yes. you'd kind of be the only one to notice that none of you were speaking common that whole time. You, like, you were speaking common, you also, like, weren't speaking common. It's real trippy. You're the only one that knows that. Whoa. When, you know, when most of you said that you were ready, that chunk of, like, earth that was, like, floating... Just kind of like begins to rise up slowly, like behind you. And he's like, Ascend, my friends. Now step onto it. Step, step on up. Step on it. Yep. And it rises. 
and rises and rises, 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 rises. And then you're at another earth rock and then it kind of stops. Step off. Go on to the new earth rock. Yeah. Cool. But check it out. Look around. See what's up. Yeah. We all step up. I step up. Yeah. And then, yeah. Okay. Yes. You're on this new chunk of earth. This, uh, this, this floating, you know, meteoroid. And you find yourself on a large chunk of, of meteoroid. And you hear, a th- you know, off to maybe like 10 feet away from you to the right. You hear. You look. You don't see anything. I percept. Do you? I percept the unpercepted. No. I got a six. Twenty-one. Twenty-four. Sixteen. Lord would find it first, which is kind of fitting. You see a small coin. <gasps> Little gold coin. I pick it up. It looks exactly like the one that you threw off of a certain island. But we were much lower. Or were we? We, we went through some portals. We did go through some portals. If we look around, can we see something that looks like the rock that we came out on? Nope. Okay. We're going to keep looking around. There is no logic in this place. Quarth buries his head in the dirt. I feel like that's like that. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that was like a brief, like really smart moment for Korath, but then he just couldn't handle it. He buries his head in the dirt. (laughs) My head hurts. (laughs) So, in front of you is a large white wall. It stretches from side to side, and you see a single doorway with an archway around it. We have to hold it going through the wall. We go. I, I walk through it while holding my breath. Likewise. Same. Ditto. <gasps> <laughs> um, so dainty. We should do a raffle where if you can identify each person's breaths in, they win some kind of prize. <laughs> Um, they win a napkin signed They by win all a good us. feeling in their tummies. <laughs> they win a napkin signed by all of us. Yeah. <laughs> they, win a, they win a pizza. We should send them <laughs> a metal <laughs> pizza from a session. Um, okay, so you hold your breath. Now, you are able to hold your breath for one minute plus your constitution modifier. So how long can Windar hold his breath for? Two minutes. Two minutes. Your con's only plus one? Yes. Damn. I went more Barty than... How about, than is that realistic? Than Hardy. How about Korath? Four minutes. What? Four minutes. How about Brimley? Three minutes. Northmore? Are you sure? Yeah. Five minutes. Five minutes. You're better than any astronaut. You practiced Wait, it a It was lot. One, one minute plus Archon? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Four minutes. Yeah. Cool. So that's how long you can hold your breath for. You find yourself in a labyrinth. Ah, oh, crap. You find yourself in a labyrinth. I say that in my head. This is going to run like a... Skill challenge. Oh, okay. Here's the way it's going to go down, though. You're going to need a lot of successes. A lot of successes. You will also have a lot of fails. Um, That's better. This time, I'm not going to tell you how many fails you get. I will tell you how many successes you need, but I'm not going to tell you how many fails you get. Here's the thing. Based on your constitution modifiers... 
that is how many turns around the board, around the game, that you roll regularly. Once you've passed that number, that is, you'll have to start rolling every check you do with disadvantage. So again, you need a lot, you're going to need a lot of successes. You, again, you will, you have, I'm, I'm being fair. Since this is a labyrinth, Owen, this is a damn question for you. Um, since this is a labyrinth, a maze, if I was to do, I guess it would be insight. Could I roll with advantage because I have described myself as a cartographer in the past? If I, if I like use my, my cartography tools in some way. You can say no, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, that's fine. Um, you're going to need 15 successes. You have many failures. I'm not going to tell you how many, because I think it'll be more suspenseful and worrisome for you. Does anybody have water breathing? Oh, Korath, uh, because he's, he, he's, he does well in environments of low oxygen. Because of his, because he's a Goliath. So in, in instances, you are holding your breath. You can forego or at any point you can stop holding your breath. Just so you know. So Uh, roll initiatives just so that we have some sort of order. (laughs) There we go. So just to be clear, Windar only has two of his own rolls, which means even if you all succeeded, I'm holding this back. Guys. That's sorry. Eight successes. This is tricky. This is my point. So, Windar's roll. Four. Four. Korat's roll. Eighteen. Eighteen. Brimley's roll. Four. Four. Who's better? Dex. Three. Two. One. Lorthamar's. Blessed on nineteen. Whoa. All right. Wow. So it's gonna go Lorthamar, Korath, Brimley, Windar. That. Do we know the DC we have to beat? That works to your advantage. What? Do we know the DC we have to beat? You do not. Okay. We will find out yep. somehow. The, di- <laughs> the difficulty of this. Mm. So what? what's our goal here? We're getting through the labyrinth? Yep. Getting through the labyrinth. Using your skills. Right. Again, I, we just did this in the last How session. High the walls? I'm talking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we just did this last session. <laughs> just to remind us in the last session, you are not allowed to use the same skill two rounds in a row. You're also not allowed to use the, same, use the same skill used by the person before you. Thanks, Rodrigo. Okay. Your question, Jeremy. How high are the walls? How high are the walls? Uh, 11 and a half feet tall. Okay. I'm going to use acrobatics. Remember, to, you're holding your breath. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to use acrobatics to jump off Korath and uh, go on top of the wall. Okay. Roll it up. 16. Lorthamar. Jumps, kicks off of Korath's back, and slams into the wall, and gets his fingertips right on the edge of the wall, and is able to grab on to the top of the wall. It is Korath's turn. Um, okay, uh, Korath is going to, he's going to kind of like brace himself against the wall and kind of like hold, like, like brace himself and also hold his hammer up to like, kind of like make like a, like he's so like someone could like go on his shoulders and then like kind of climb up his hammer to get even closer to the top. So, okay. To assist like Brimley and what skill are you using? 
I am going to use like athletics to like, or I can just use a base strength to just to like really like brace myself and like make myself like very like a tree, tree like or stony. Yeah, it's like his muscles holding out so he can hold the hammer up. Yeah. Okay. I let the dice decide. That's kind of nonsense. That would be a constitution check. I mean, okay, I'll do constitution. Well, you can't have proficiency if you do that. Okay. You're rolling a constitution check? I'm going to roll a constitution check. All right. How's he going to let slide? Dude, just do the strength check. No, he's, he's a Goliath of integrity. That is a 19. You feel braced. <laughs> you are just like firmly planted. I want to do constitution so I can do strength next if I need to. <laughs> firmly, firmly grasp it. Firmly grasp it. It is Brimley's turn. As he often does, Brimley is going to adjust in his seat. Um, no, uh, as he often does, Brimley is going to start off by praying to Eldath. He's going to say in his head, Eldath, I don't know if you can hear me on this plane, but like always, I could really use your help right now. Classic Brimley. Really, really use it. And then he's going to um, stand up and try to like run up Korath's body, relying on Eldath to guide him as he gets to the top of the wall. Okay. Ascend to new heights. So you're, you're doing it and throwing caution to the wind in the beliefs that your God will carry me through it. All right, roll it. I'm going to use my portent, which I rolled a 10 on. My religion check is a 17. All right. You're running up his back and you were like, you're like, Oh, I should run up his right arm. Cause that's like where his like arm is like the strongest, straightest. So then you're like, wait a minute. You get this inkling. You're like, no, nah, don't do that. And so you go up the other way and then you're like, jump at his head. And then you jump at his head, and then you're able to get to the top of his hammer, which you wouldn't have been able to do if you did it the other way. And you're like, oh, thanks, Eldath. Thanks, Eldath. And in your head, when it you heard, you know, when you got to his shoulder, you heard like, jump on his head. <laughs> and you did. And then you got on top of the hammer. You're on the hammer. I'm on the hammer. That's what yeah, I'm, you're that's on the hammer. Pausing. Okay. Cool. It's holding it's Windar's turn. By the hammer. Uh, what was used already? Athletics um, and acrobatics? Uh, the only thing you can't can't do is religion okay I'm gonna do an athletics check and try to scurry up Korath like step on his shoulders and then like use the hammer as like a brace somewhere they have to climb up because Brimley's already Brimley is on the hammer okay so I'm just gonna climb on his shoulders and just like pull myself up on the ledge okay you're trying to get under his shoulders and then kind of jump off his shoulders onto his athletics yeah yes 19. You do so. Whoop, whoop. This is how you do a skill challenge. Don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> it is Lorthamar's turn. Uh, you are still dangling from the edge of the wall. So I lift myself up. Okay. And I get on top of the wall. Okay. And now I want to use... Uh, I want to look to see the grand like scheme of things, I guess. This mm-hmm. whole labyrinth thing. And I want to use a uh, perception check. Okay. To kind of look out and see what's like, going on. Like try to, okay. Do it up. 21. You succeed. You begin to take in the maze that appears to be in front of you. You notice it's not 
it's not like like endless. You know, you can see kind of a clearing on, you know, a couple hundred, you know, feet away. It is Korath's turn. You are standing with a dragonborn on my shoulders and a gnome on top of the hammer that I am bracing against a wall. Mm-hmm. I, like, because, I mean, Korath's strong and he can probably, like, hold one of you guys on his shoulder for a good amount of time. But, like, he's, like, like he's, like, his arms are outstretched right now. Like, so this is not, like, a comfortable position. So he is going to uh, intimidate you guys to uh, get your, get your, your, uh, Keisters in gear. How are you going to do that? Now you have growl to. Growl at us. Knee the wall. Just growl at us. Be like, oh, I forgot about the holy the breath thing. Chris! Rid of me! I don't want to just try it. Stomp, just stomp your foot. <laughs> stomp my foot? Yeah, I don't know. What is that going to do? You'll, it's getting our attention and then you growl at us. Yeah. You fart and you scare us with your gas. <laughs> you gas my hands. <laughs> Wait, you said I have to do it. Yep, now. you have to do an intimidation check. Okay, I'm holding you to it. Okay, that's. So what do you do? What do you say? Or what do you do? I'm gonna roll my dice first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, oh tell okay. me what you're gonna do or say. Okay, Korath uh, is gonna be like, "What are you waiting for? Get up there!" And he's gonna roll. <laughs> okay. So when you say what? <laughs> what? You know that you words don't come out of your mouth. Oh. And you feel like you lost a lot of air. I lost a minute. <laughs> I didn't. I? You can still intimidate. Okay. Because they still hear like a grunt of. Yeah. If there was no air, then technically there's no medium for it to transfer sound through. So. <laughs> That's true. We, we hear we hear a shark and holes in DM logic. That's true. Sorry, uh, there's still a little bit of air, I guess. That is 19. All right, they hear a growl, and it's a mixture of surprise and also Pain. seeing that you, no, no, for them, oh. and seeing that you like choked on your words, that they hurry up and Brimley gets up to the wall and. Windar does as well because they were both like in the act of doing it and you get them onto the, the wall. Oh, you guys have a message. Poop. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this is why everybody should learn message. It is Brimbley's turn. So now that Brimbley's on top of the wall, he's going to look out at the labyrinth in front of him. Um, he's going to think back to the book about labyrinth design that he read in college. <laughs> And, and draw on that history and knowledge to see if he can remember, like, you know, what logically speaking direction the labyrinth would head off in. I will accept that. Okay. If you describe for me the professor of magical architecture at the college that he went to. Okay. <laughs> All right, give me one second. I just got to, like, picture this guy in my head. I'm already picturing him. And his name or her name could be a girl. So the professor was a orange lizard folk who often wore a brown robe, almost like monk's robes, but he wasn't a monk, just a orange lizard folk who had a weird thin wispy white beard that everybody made fun of him for. It was just kind of like a weird thing. It's like, why does this lizard folk guy have a white beard? That doesn't make sense, but everybody made fun of him on campus. Um, always behind his back though. Nobody wanted to say to his face. Of course. Cause he was like a magical professor at a college. Like you don't sure. mess with those guys. And his name 
was Sarcathian Xantooth. 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 What's that from? Nothing. As far as I know. Sarcantian. Sarcantian Xantooth. And, and Brimley had kind of like a rough time in this class because it was like a gen ed class. It wasn't, he, he wasn't interested in like magical architecture. Sure. So he actually, like, he put a lot of time into studying the textbook for like the week and a half he was at school. All right. So he, you roll know. me, roll me that. All right. History check. I'm hoping that we uncover oh. more about his school as we go. It was an 11. An 11? You remember. So you're kind of like. I'm imagining you growing up like the right wall. Like when you walk in, there's like a corridor. Sure. Imagine you go up the right side. I don't know why. And you're looking out at this, this maze in front of you. And you remember these like odds and percentages. Sure. That the, that right off the bat, the right path tends to veer to the right in labyrinths. There's no explainable reason why it goes that way. But you remember that like 85% of labyrinths, the true path just kind of veers around the right, you know, the outer kind of rim of the labyrinth. Who knows why? Okay. I'm going to... The deepest depths of the human mind. I don't Communicate know. via hand motions and kind of like point like to the right. To the right. To the right. That way. Okay. That was uh, something. Great. It is Windar's turn. Um, Windar's last turn before he starts rolling with disadvantage. I am going to... Oh, man. I don't know if I should waste it then. I'm going to use investigation to compare my findings around me What? Actually, uh, what would it be like to put stuff like I'm looking around and seeing if Brimbley's claim to go that way lines up with the surroundings, considering that like, I mean, yeah, you could call investigation. OK, so I'm going to do that. Kind of like you're because you're looking kind of down on the map at this point because you're up on the wall. Yeah. So you can kind of see like the direction he's going. Does it seem like a lot of straight lines or do you see like a lot of dead ends over here? Hey, everybody. Uh, we're just smack in the middle of this season finale episode. But we just want to say. Thank you for sticking through this entire season. We look forward to coming back. And if you would not mind, drop us some tweets, emails, comments, or maybe a five-star review on iTunes because any kind of feedback and interaction is always welcomed. Love you guys. So investigation comparing my surrounding, well, my uh, spin on it versus where Brimley's saying to go. Mm-hmm. Fail. I don't know nothing about nothing. Fail? Yeah. I stub my toe. No, you just kind of get caught up in the vast nature of the maze and you just can't really discern any anything. I go to take a deep breath, like a gasp, and now I guess the disadvantage kicks in. Word. It is Lord Mars' turn. I'm going to try and use survival to see if there are any trails or footsteps or tracks to mm. follow uh, from my vantage point. 20. You see down below in the corridor, so you climbed a wall, there is more corridor on the other side of said wall, you see footprints leading in a particular direction. Are these footprints like consistent or are they just kind of patchy in this area, uh, you see just a few a few footprints. Okay, it's not like a trail, right? Like in a board game or something. <laughs> it's just like you know, you see a footprint or two. I'm gonna say in order for you to find out, though, you jump down. Okay, you hop down the wall. All right, to investigate and look for clues. Is that the other side of the wall? Yeah. So okay. you were down on the other side of the wall. Korath is still on the other side of the wall. 
opposite. <laughs> um, Brimley and Windar are on the top of the wall. And it's Korath's turn. Okay. Can Korath, like, kind of, like, from his vantage point, I guess, below, can he kind of see the way that, like, Lorthamar kind of, like, hopped down off the wall? Like, can he see that he went, off, like, over the wall on the other side or no? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so could I do, like, uh, could he do a insight check to uh, just kind of, like, determine, like, what direction he should go in the next, ter- like, next turn he comes That'd up across? That'd be investigation or perception. Okay. All right, insights, insights, like, actually trying to, like, gauge someone. Okay, so that would be, okay, I'm going to do perception. 19! Wow, I've been rolling straight 19s. Different permutations, though. So, you you see that in the distance, you know, up, up ahead in the corridor that you're in, that at the end of it, there's a T-shaped, and paths go to the left and right, and, you know, I go to the- you perceive that to go to the right. Okay. Which you can do as part of your right. time and stuff. Okay. Remember, you can always use, you can use spells- they're not going to, they'll still be used as, you know, part of your spells, but they may convince me to help give you things if you do. Korath begins walking down the path and just keeps walking down the path. Okay. Kind of by himself at this point now. It's a Oh, so you're just like heading off into the maze? Yeah. You guys are up top and I can't. Brimley's turn. Okay. Brimley is going to draw on his ability to recall lore about the planes of existence with an arcana check and see if there's any, try to remember if there's any like legends about such a labyrinth and, and what might be the right way to go. And if there were any clues that he could be looking for, for a direction. That's a crit. Um, so 27 total. All right. You remember that in Elemental labyrinths to follow the elements. That's what you remember. Okay. To that point that you guys see Korath. Hi, Korath. No, I can't say that. You just did. No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I Wait, didn't. Wait, you could have messaged it to me. I don't have a message. <laughs> oh, you don't? No. Oh. <laughs> and Korath the whole time is just like miming to, to like Brimley. Like as soon as his mouth starts opening, he's... He's like, he's going like, don't do it, but not Brimley actually is, saying it. He's like, Brimley's pretty smart. It wouldn't matter anyway. Yeah, yeah I know. Because you just used your third. That was my, that was my third. Okay, right, yeah, so. So three. even if I knocked it down to two, I'm not going to retroactively like. Yeah, right. Disadvantage your time. I mean, I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> it's Windar's turn. And he's going to roll whatever it is with disadvantage because now he's beginning to feel Woozy. like he is suffocating. Uh, he is running out of breath. We've had... Seven successes. We don't know. Failure. No, but we don't know. Some of them. He, uh, Owen oh, wait, did you? But tell us. what did you roll? As you roll, Crypto. So we've had. I got a potentially six and two, most likely. Word. No, it's gonna be more than that because we've gone around. Which is, I don't know. I can't keep track. You I have ten it. successes. Um. Does would Window remember who knew what spells just based on like seeing them <laughs> done from time to time? Yeah. Okay. Those are buds. <laughs> Woodwind or <laughs> dad joke that number three. Such a bad joke. I'm in love with that. That was, that was good. <laughs> and you play a violin. They know me so as woodwind. I think we need Windar drawn as a woodwind instrument. <laughs> Whatever hey. form that would take. Hey guys, if you want to draw Windar as a woodwind, that'd be cool. 
What was a window as a woodwind? Oh, I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> Ow, my toe. Okay, but yeah, would he know like people's spells from... Yes. Does anyone have like... Did you just use like a healing... Like, no, 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 you just asked me if I know I'm if sure. he would know. So I'm counting on your memory of their spells. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to use message, but the message is going to be a persuasive message. Okay. And I'm going to use it on... Oh my goodness, Korath. Oh man, I feel so selfish for this, but it's to help everybody. He's going to use message and try and persuade him to finagle us like a kind of a blessing on everybody to help us to give us a little more strength because I'm, I'm winded and Korath had like his windpipes ruined by the vacuum and Brimbley did the same thing. You're trying to persuade him to use... One of my spell slots. A spell. So if you succeed, you're going to get a success. At the cost of one of my spell slots. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Does that mean that that. Korat's check next turn is going to be whether or not his spell succeeds? We'll see. Okay. So. But like that, like, even though bless is like, usually like bless would be towards one person. Okay. No, it's up to three. Oh, it's up to three. It is? Uh We'll, We'll see. Roll disadvantage, and I'm pointing at Korath. Like uh, I'm walking, and as I as I feel my the air like start escaping from my chest, I kind of like go and like hold my chest, but point at Korath. You know, like you could probably find it on the internet as a picture. It goes like check it or check him anyway. Yeah, I'm pointing picture. pointing at Korath <laughs> in the most dumbest way possible. You do it this session and be like, what's he doing? Uh, Eighteen <laughs> to persuasion. All right, so you succeed. Wee. Korath just like, well, you use you use message. Yes. So you you can mentally talk to the, me. The message is, um, <laughs> Korath, can you can you bless us somehow so we're not suffocating? Do you think it will work? You know what? I don't know how you did that. Because <laughs> I'm not moving my mouth. <laughs> but that's a great that's idea. A <laughs> and then Korath just. He goes, and he. Well, it's no, it's Lorthmar's turn. Uh, oh, it's, wait! No, I, I yeah. thought we were like saying that. No, no, that's oh. gonna be your thing. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. do that on my turn. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I, I dig it. Lorthmar's turn. That's better, actually. All right. <laughs> I'm going to use just like a straight wisdom check to just have a like follow my gut. Okay. On what I should do next. Imagining you guys are all walking, by the way, at this point. You know, you've gathered together and you're just kind of like following a path and just kind of going. Yeah, so I, I'm guessing we come to a turn at some point. I just want to follow my gut. All right. 19. All right. You, your gut tells you to, to go straight. I go straight. Okay. You guys follow him? Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. It's uh, Korath's turn. Uh, so Korath, like, taking in the message that Windar kind of gave him, uh, he's just like, oh, yeah, why haven't I done that already? <laughs> and he uh, kind of, he, he, like, kind of just smacks his hands together and kind of gives, like, a blessing to his party around him to kind of, like, improve our odds and our, like, ability to, like, be able to get through. Okay. Pick a skill for um, that to go through. You're going to roll with advantage, which negates the fact that this is the turn where you should start rolling with disadvantage. Okay. 
I think that should be... This is our fourth round. This is my first roll with disadvantage, so he's got one last. No, but I, I opened I opened, oh, you my opened mouth. your mouth. I opened my mouth. This is not... You, you're done. Right, but this is my first turn where I'm actually rolling disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is going to be his last turn where he's not rolling with disadvantage. Next round will be his first he turn. He opened his mouth. All right. Open my mouth. I just wanted to... My dumb, fat mouth. Okay. Mark Strom mouth. <laughs> so I guess this... If I'm using... I would like to say I'm using medicine, but since I'm using a spell, Arcana probably is more like it. You don't have religion? It's, it's no better than it's no better than uh, than my uh, Arcana. If it's no better than your Arcana, use religion. Okay. Because your magic is based in <laughs> faith more than okay intellect. <laughs> Two. <laughs> <laughs> You failed that. No. <laughs> Wait, what? So. <laughs> okay. Your magic just doesn't work. <laughs> you experience magical impotence. Any questions is faith. <laughs> <laughs> what am Maybe I doing with my life? It's uh, Brimley. I become an oath breaker paladin. Brimley's <laughs> Brimley going to use his knowledge of nature to check out the moss on the walls and see which way they're growing. And see if that helps him discern a direction to go in. Okay. Cool. What number is that? Five. It's a nine. That is right. That's a nine. You have to roll with disadvantage too, by the way. The lower number is still a nine. Okay. Darn. We're getting pooped on. I was trying to save my other portent. It's Windar's turn. <laughs> it's um, time to do it. You have 12 successes, by the way. I'm going to... I'm still on top of the... Um, no. No, 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 I'm not. No. Oh, well. yeah. You, you guys had all kind of jumped down. You've been like walking okay. along and following paths and things at the next path. I'm going to use deception to try and fool them. Be like, oh, I'm going this way. Just kidding. I'm going to go the right way. You're playing Some a joke on your party. Yes, because I have a good deception bonus. <laughs> That's why <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to liven the mood up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Being a wise I'll let guy. it slide. The lack of oxygen is screwing with me. If Steve Hit can me. describe what the history of magic professor at his college, what race and their name is. So he was a lizard folk. He was no, no, armed. that was that was the oh, wait, which one? The did you professor of magical architecture. Oh wait, sorry, I thought history, I was history of magic. History of magic. So this would be the person that would kind of right. teach you your arcana okay. skill. So um, this guy was a grouchy old dwarf. Um, he was really old, and he was kind of the outcast of his like little dwarven clan, and he, he's found like refuge in the college. So he was actually very friendly with like people that cared about studying, but if you were like clearly not there because like, you wanted to learn, he was like... You are a waste of my time. Get out of my class. What was so his name? He was a dwarf. He was a mountain dwarf. Grimoire of the Toothhammer clan. All right. So cool. Windar can do the thing that you yes. said. Oh my, I hope this works. Just trying to build a, build a magic no! skill on the fly. Oh man. Oh man. Ah, oh, poopy. 12. What were you trying to do again? I was trying to like, <laughs> I was trying to liven the mood and go like, go the wrong way, but like, up, oh, faked you out, going the right way. And I, you know, all right. 
your little joke kind of um, makes the other guys smile a bit. <laughs> They're just like, wow, that guy is just so goofy. <laughs> and it, it kind of motivates them that even though everyone is beginning to feel like they're suffocating, except Loifmar, um, you're like, all right. They're like, we can do this. Yeah. It's Lorthamar's last turn before he begins. Since I'm suffocate. so inspired by <laughs> that joke. <laughs> that joke. <laughs> Funny joke, right, guys? <laughs> Funny do I get to roll its bardic inspiration? <laughs> Ooh. Sure. That would cost one of mine, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. As we continue down this path, I'm just going to try to do another perception check to kind of gauge my surroundings based off of, well... I kind of want to use my memory, so maybe investigation, like of what I remember the path to look like, what steps we've taken. Okay. So that'd be investigation or perception. Either one. Okay, I'm gonna do perception then. Okay. Fifteen. You notice that the walls, tops of the walls, have actually gradually been getting lower and lower as you go. That's what you notice, and uh, it's Korath's turn. So, uh, how, how tall are they at this point? Nine feet. So like Korath can just do a little tiny hop and look over him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's not going to do that, but what he is going to do is he's like, Korath is starting to feel like kind of crappy because of the fact that he, he like can't breathe. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna, he, he's gonna like recall like. Traveling with his with his clan of Goliaths, like sometimes they would go into like areas that are really high up in the mountains and like air is very thin. So they would have to like kind of like concentrate on like the way that they're moving their bodies to like conserve what little oxygen they can they can actually extract from the atmosphere. So he's going to use his survival skill to uh, kind of. Keep keep control of him of himself, so sure. he like is efficient. Roll with disadvantage, by the way. Oh, okay. That is a thirteen. So with thirteen, Korath for a moment really masters himself, and even though he's beginning to feel the effects of not having oxygen. He has this moment of clarity and he runs forward and he turns a bend on the right and finds himself at this archway. You're still inside the labyrinth. Okay. He finds he's in front of an archway. Yeah. He, he goes through it. He, yeah, goes, he, he goes, goes through it. it. <laughs> and he, and he, and he feels the cool air on his face and knows that he can breathe again. And the others follow suit. Yay! I kind of look at my wrist, and then I walk through as, like, my time comes up. <laughs> <laughs> I take a deep breath, and I say, well, that was a good exercise. Cool. Eat this guy. You're welcome. 